Hello, and welcome to Moving Markets by Julius Baer, a podcast series where our experts discuss the latest market developments and put the headlines in perspective to set you up for the coming day. Please listen to the important legal information at the end of this podcast. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Moving Markets podcast. My name is Roman Canciani. I'm an investment writer at Julius Baer in Zurich, and I'm delighted to be joined today by my team member, Olivier Maris, who has all the latest on the financial markets over the past hours, and our chief economist, David Cole, who will share his thoughts on the upcoming and hotly anticipated trade decision tomorrow by the US Central Bank, the Federal Reserve. So let's get started. I'll hand over to you, Olivier, for the markets wrap. Please go ahead. Yes. Uh, good morning, Roman. Well, it was an overall quiet trading session yesterday, as investors are preparing for a bundle of companies set to report today, and of course, the much-anticipated Federal Reserve interest rate decision tomorrow. The S&P 500 ended the day plus 0.13%, with energy and utilities outperforming. Technology stocks underperformed. U.S. two-year yields climbed for the first time in four days, rising five basis points, whilst the 10-year yield gained for the first time in three days, also ending up five basis points. In Europe, shares traded flat as well, with Eurostox 50 ending up 0.21%. Now, what lacked in market action yesterday was replaced with major news coming out of Russia. The nation is once again sharply reducing the flow of pipe gas to Germany due to quote-unquote maintenance. Gazprom will cut shipments on the Nord Stream pipeline to about 20% of its capacity from 7 a.m. Moscow time on Wednesday. Now, this is a troubling prospect as the EU is soon heading into the colder months. If Nord Stream flows are cut off completely, and if the winter is cold, Europe's gas storage may run out by the end of February, according to consultant Wood Mackenzie. Meanwhile, EU energy ministers are set to hold an emergency meeting today to discuss improving the bloc's contingency plans. Dutch natural gas futures spiked almost 8% on the back of Gazprom's announcement. And swiftly looking at other commodities, gold is trading unchanged since Friday last week, around the 1,720 US dollars an ounce level. Oil advanced yesterday and is advancing this morning, with WTI futures heading towards the 100 US dollar threshold. And in the digital asset space, the majority of tokens are sliding. The largest, Bitcoin, is trading near 21,000 US dollars, whilst it reached 24,000 US dollars one week ago. Now, in other news, in their first head-to-head debate yesterday, Liz Truss and Richie Sunak criticized each other's plans for the UK economy. Sunak claimed Truss's planned tax cuts would push up inflation, while Truss rebuted that Sunak would drive the economy into a recession. She also pledged to crack down on Chinese-owned companies, such as TikTok, in a show between the two contenders on how to deal with China. The result of the election between the two is due to be announced on September 5th. So with that, what can we expect for the day ahead? Well, European shares are on track for a muted open as Asian stocks are rising. The Hang Seng is outperforming, pushed higher by the technology sector, as the e-commerce giant Alibaba plans to seek a primary listing in Hong Kong, paving the way for investors in China to directly buy its shares. In the US, futures point to a slightly lower open, but their investors are waiting to assess the latest wave of corporate earnings ahead of this week's pivotal Federal Reserve meeting. Companies such as Microsoft, Alphabet and Visa are just a few names on the long list scheduled to report results today. And in Europe, it is a busy day for earnings as well, with Deutsche Bourse, Linde, Logitech, LVMH, Michelin, Unicredit and Unilever 
among the companies set to report. With that, that's all for me, and I hand it back to you, Roman. Thank you very much, Olivier. Next, it's all about the US Federal Open Market Committee's meeting, which starts today and which is likely to deliver another rate hike in the world's leading economy tomorrow. David, what are your thoughts about the meeting and its outcome? Yes, good morning. So first of all, what we expect is like the 75 basis points. This is like uh, the consensus call. It came down a bit like from speculation of, of even more uh, of a rate hike. 75 basis points is an unusual large step uh, to expect here. Uh, still, uh, the Fed has guided to that. Um, 100 basis points had been in the cards, had been uh, speculated about. Uh, just two weeks ago, when, when the inflation numbers surprised on the upside, the, the June inflation numbers surprised on the upside. And inflation is still the most important reason why the Fed is pushing so hard to get more to a normal monetary policy stance. Uh, so uh, can we expect here an upside surprise? We don't think so. Uh, most important reason is that this high inflation number in June, there are already signs that this is coming down. Gasoline prices, for example, they have been pretty high, pretty sharply increased in June. They, they rolled over. So uh, the first few weeks of, of July where we have uh, the numbers are showing that this is uh, really leveling off. So this is uh, one reason why uh, we think that the Fed will not surprise on the hawkish side. Uh, there are more reasons to, to come. First of all, the, the economic growth, uh, which is slowing down. We had PMI readings already pointing to the direction. We will later have this week uh, the GDP reading for the second quarter, which might also point to the direction that the economic growth is slowing. And more, most important for the Fed, uh, what they look at is the inflation expectations. So if their policy, uh, which they have done so far in terms of normalizing rates, in terms of shifting rates pretty fast to from zero or near zero, to about like two, two and a half percent, which will be after this meeting. If they have uh, in effect on not current inflation, this is hard to influence, but on inflation expectations. And there, the Fed is looking very much at the University of Michigan survey, uh, which uh, showed some signs that the long-term inflation expectations are coming down. And this is uh, pretty much helpful. This is probably the last conviction that the Fed will uh, not overdo it, will not, uh, will not, or the last point, that the Fed will not overdo it, that the Fed will uh, basically not surprise on the hawkish side. And that's why we are pretty firm uh, with our expectations of 75 basis point rate hike. Uh, the good news here is that uh, although this is a large uh, rate hike, that this is well discounted by financial markets, so probably not a negative surprise uh, coming from that side. So here, uh, we are pretty sure that uh, this meeting uh, will not so much surprise on the negative side. The, the, the other point here, what to expect from this meeting is really what will be the guidance. And there we have to um, admit and, and probably set, make sensitive to, to the view that central banks overall, but also the Fed, are moving away from giving financial market guidance. And uh, the reason is here, um, that the, the world is becoming more uncertain uh, for the Fed itself, not only uncertain, uh, but also uh, that, cent that the central bank has reached by now an interest rate level and will reach uh, by now an interest rate level after this meeting where they are in this neutral territory, 2.5%. Uh, this is the, the, up, uh, the upper end of the Fed fund targets rate to, to be expected after this meeting. This is around the neutral level of what the Fed expects. And from here on, the Fed needs uh, also 
going forward, maximum flexibility in terms of to react to the development of uh, financial of financial and economic data. And we expect exactly this message uh, to come out of the meeting. So bottom line here, 75 basis points. This will be probably not a big surprise. The, the, the bigger surprise or the, the, the really impact of the meeting will be the guidance or the missing of the guidance. They're saying that the Fed will become much more flexible, less foreseeable in the future, and that a future interest rate hike will very much depend on the economic outlook and on the incoming data. That's all from us. Back to you. Many thanks, David. With that, we conclude today's episode of the Mobi Markets podcast. Thank you very much to our speakers and thank you all for tuning in. We do hope that you'll join us again soon. Goodbye for now. You have been listening to Moving Markets by Julius Baer. If you like what you've heard, subscribe to our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. To learn more about Julius Baer, our people, or our latest thinking, visit us at www.juliusbaer.com. This is a podcast disclaimer. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. The podcast content is intended for information purposes only and does not constitute an offer, a recommendation, or an invitation by or on behalf of Julius Baer to buy or sell any securities, security-based derivatives, or other products, or to participate in any particular trading strategy in any jurisdiction. Julius Baer does not accept any liability for any loss arising from the use of the podcast content. Please refer to www.juliusbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information.